Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number 19 of the Leading Yourself podcast. Yes, three weeks on a row of new episodes. And today is a very special one because for the first time, I have a special guest in this podcast. And it couldn't be anybody else but my little brother, Alejandro. He and I had a very informal chat about our experience working from home for the last two weeks because of the current coronavirus and all the social distancing measures, we both have been working from home for two weeks on a road, which is not typically how we do. We both work for big organizations and we are used to go to the office every day, maybe work from home once a week at the most. So in this episode, we talk about what we've learned after these two weeks and share some tips to stay productive, stay focused, but also find work-life balance. So check it out. Let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. The advantage of working from home a day a week or once in a while, it is very different when you have to work every day from home and away from your coworkers and trying to get all the things done remotely. So in today's episode, my little brother is joining us to talk about this topic, how can we maximize our time working from home? Can we, how can we stay productive and get things done while working remotely? So, hi, Alejandro. Hi, Carolina. How are you? Um, just to, to start, uh, I just wanted to introduce myself. Um, I'm your brother. <laughs> you already said that. But uh, as you said, I have two weeks already in quarantine working from home. I work in Telefonica, which is a telecom company here in Spain that, that has presence in UK, Spain, Germany, and, and Latin America. And, um, and yeah, we, we, we do have also uh, one, one day a week of, um, of work, that we can work at home. Um, but right now we, we have two weeks already working every day from home, which is a very um, drastic change from the way we were working before. Um, and well, and just to l let it also in my introduction, I also create online content uh, as you, um, and, but it's in Spanish. It's mainly in, in Spanish and, and I haven't created anything in English uh, up until now that we're actually recording this podcast that has been in our mind for so long and, and we hadn't um, established any date or, or we didn't do it before. 
and we're doing it right now thanks to the yeah. coronavirus I, I think <laughs> i know isn't it isn't amazing like we've been talking about doing a podcast together for so long and we've never actually get to do it and now thanks to the coronavirus and the fact that we are working from home and staying home and practicing social distancing that we're able to get to do this. So I think, as I said in my previous episode, I think, you know, there's a lot of things that we can control, but we should focus on the things that we can control. Um, and I mentioned our attitude and our perspective are two things that we always get to choose. And I think we always need to look at the bright side of things, right? There's always a bright side on every situation, no matter how challenging it is. And talking about challenges, working from home, as we were saying, um, on an ongoing basis, it is challenging when you're not used to it. Um, so what are some of the things that have helped you in this last two weeks to be able to work from home and be able to, you know, still get in contact with your colleagues and get things done in a collaborative way? Um, because I'm, I'm sure that in your job, you're not doing everything by yourself, but you're interacting with others. And that's where the challenge or main challenge comes in. So what are some of the tips that you can share with us? Yeah, so, so basically, this, these are not going to be tips right now, but just basically to, to put some context here, um, since I work in a telecom company, which I don't know if every telecom company works the same way, but in, in this case, Telefonica has been doing a, a lot of work uh, establishing digital uh, tools for the teams. So I think that the, the company was in a better shape right now to, to this, um, we can call it a bit of crisis or, or, or situation. Um, and, and we do have the tools. So first of all, one of the, even though we, uh, at a personal level, we do have what, what you just said in, in your last episode and right now, that nothing is black or white. So you have perspective and attitude, but uh, that's an, at a personal level, but at a professional level, we do have tools. So it's like two, two different things that I wanted to, to talk. And um, so now going to the tips, I think that you actually nailed it i think that's the the phrase in in your um, in your blog post because you you had a lot of things that i actually do not not all of them but a, a lot of them i do and and i think i i do i do um encourage people to do also so like establishing a routine i mean you already have a routine uh, before everything happened you you had a routine so even though the routine will is going to change because of the circumstances, it, you do have um, you have to recreate a routine so so you can have focus on on the things that that you're doing. It's like if you uh, sleep every day, slept every day at at some time, maybe that time it's not gonna change, or and and you shouldn't change your wake up time because when this is over. You're gonna wake up at the same time you you were waking up before, so you shouldn't you shouldn't change that much your your routine, and that that's one of the things that I had here that you already said uh, you wrote in your article, 
I think it's one of the most important. Routines are important and, and habits. Habits are, are yeah. the foundation. Yeah, I think for me, one thing that has been very helpful is to maintain my same schedule as much as possible, right? So before all this happened, I was waking up um, actually at 4.30 to do my morning routine. Um, now I'm waking up a little bit later, but not too much later. So I still wake up early and I could use the current situation as an excuse to sleep in. But I think that keeping my routine in terms of my schedules of waking up early before my kids wake up so I can get to do the things that I was doing before all this happened has been important. And also, you know, we try to keep our schedules when it comes to meals, for example, or our work schedule as much as possible. I have to say, when you have kids at home, because schools are also closed, is a little bit more challenging uh, because, you know, they, they also demand your attention. So a lot of times you need to adjust your schedule a little bit. But as much as you keep the routine and do the same things that you were doing before, um, I think that really helps to stay focused to be productive, but also to stay sane, right? Because exactly. I think the other risk that we that we run into is that our life becomes our work because we don't have anything to anything else to do, so we just work more. Um, and we need to define the beginning and the end of our work schedule and the rest of our life, even though we're just at home all the time. Yeah, and, and not not only in the schedule itself, but you also had in the article, and, and which something that I do a lot. It's like I separate the spaces. When I'm at home and and I'm in 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 my desk, I'm working. But outside of my desk, I'm in my home. So I'm doing something that I would do normally in my home. It's not like I have to respect not only the the time, the schedule itself but also respect the spaces and, and actually define like this is my workspace and I'm not going to work at my room because that's going to uh, trigger things in my mind that I would maybe would affect my sleep habits or maybe would affect my daily um, uh, mental, I, I want to call it mental health, but uh, I don't know if if if. Yeah. You think the same. Yeah, I fully agree. I, you know, on week one, um, I established my workspace at the kitchen table. Um, and that was a mistake because, you know, I was working and then it was lunchtime and I just like push my laptop to a side and then have lunch. And then my son will do homeworks and I will push my laptop to do homeworks with him and then pull my laptop again. And I wasn't leaving that table during the day and I found myself that it was chaotic, that I was not as productive, that I did not really had breaks. And that's another thing that we'll talk about. Um, and, you know, I, I did not have a clear definition of what was work versus what wasn't work. And in week two, what I did is I went to my, I have a study room. So I set up that to be my working space. And when I'm out of that space, as you said, is I'm not working. But when I'm in that space, it's work. Yes. And I can separate the, the two. 
Yeah, and it's like you change mindset depending on the space that you are. So if you define the space where you're going to work, I think that's a very important and key part of, of maintaining the focus on, on something. And if, if you're doing it in the, in the kitchen, of course, you're, you're, you're like mixing things up. And even if you do it in your room, you might not be able to sleep later because your, your mind um, adequates that you're thinking of work in the room. So that, that's just something to deal with. And, and I think it's better to just separate as, as you did in the first week. I didn't do it as one of the first things and it did mix up some of my um, schedules of eating and, and my schedule of, of doing exercise. And, and I surely recognized that that was a problem and, and actually changed that. And now I have my space to work, my space to rest, my space to eat. And I think that's healthy. Yeah, I fully agree. The other thing that I talked in my article about was taking breaks throughout the day, because I think that, you know, when we are in the office, we're constantly changing environments. You know, you stand up from your desk and you go to talk to someone or you go to the restroom or you go to fill up your water bottle or you go to a meeting room. But when you're home um, and if you are in your defined space, then you're stuck in that space. And I think um, from a focus standpoint, um, I did an episode where I talk about how to get how to stay focused and get things done. And I talk about the span of attention and we all have different spans of attention. But the thing is that in order to maximize our productivity and in order to get things done, especially in, in the environment in which we are right now and with everything going on at, around us, we need to take more frequent breaks. And when I talk about breaks, for me, a break can be two to three minutes, five minutes. It doesn't have to be long breaks, but just change exactly. the scenery. Do, you know, go get some water, uh, go walk around the block if you're able to. I know here in the United States, you can go outside and take a walk. I know in some countries that cannot be done um, because of the, the yeah here in Madrid is here rules. in Madrid is not possible right now. Yes, and and here in Spain and and I don't know if your audience um, shares this, but because it's like a cultural thing, but um, here it's very uh, typical or, or cultural that you go like at the mid of the of the morning, you go and take a coffee uh, with someone or just yourself. But that's like a, a cultural thing. So you actually get up your chair, you go downstairs, you go to the coffee shop, you get a coffee, relax a bit, and then go again and work. So it actually helps a lot. It clears your, your mind. It actually makes you more productive. Like you said, the span of time that you have for being productive in one at, at a time, it's, it's limited. You cannot be 24 hours the same um, at the same uh, productivity level. So yeah, taking breaks is, is something that I'm not doing as often as I did when I was going to work, but I try to do it. Let me ask and you And I something. try to remember myself. Let me ask you something. Yes. You talked about technology and I fully agree. We, we need now more than ever leverage technology to stay connected, to get things done. You now mentioned the coffee breaks, and I know in Spain it's very much part of, of the culture to go with someone. Um, 
have you tried to do like Skype or Zoom video calls with people for a coffee break or a happy hour? I know we did one this Friday um, at the office. We all got on a on a Zoom call and did a happy hour, a virtual happy hour. But um, do you guys do that like at coffee time or lunch or after work? No, not yet. We, we haven't done that. And, and I think it's also um, a cultural thing. I don't know if it's, it's something that, that some other group is doing, but at least in, in, my, in, in, in the team that I, I'm part of, we're, we're not doing that virtual um, like sharing. But uh, I, do, I do that with friends and... and, and And it actually helps. So just gathering and, and having like a small talk and, and, and grabbing something and just a video call or something actually helps a lot. And um, right now I'm, I'm in a long distance relationship. So I do it also. So it's like it's part of my, my routine. If you want to call it that I have like a video call or share space in time but in a virtual space with someone else and, and it actually helps yeah fully switching a little bit I there was one tip that I share and I don't know if you do something similar to this but one thing that I do even before all this but now it's even more helpful the first thing that I do in the morning when I sit at my desk is that I write down the three things that I want to accomplish on that day like setting my priorities And, you know, I write them down in a posting note and I have that posting note in front of me. So it's a reminder throughout the day, because while I don't have as many interruptions as I did in the office, um, you know, because of the nature of what I'm working on, it can get a little bit chaotic and go in any direction during the day. And at the end of the day, I turn down my computer and I haven't accomplished anything. Do you do anything like that? Yes, I, I, I actually do it, but for a week, not, not, a daily, um, not a daily list of things that I have to do, but a, a, a weekly list of uh, objectives or, or things that I want to, to do from Monday to Friday. That list normally mutates during the week uh, because of things that pop up in, 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 in between the days. But yeah, I do it a weekly, a weekly list of, of things that I have to do. And it, it helps me a lot to stay focused on those things that are the important things of, of the week. Um, and I just wanted to add something about the technology part. And it's not just that if the company gives me the technology to be connected with people. We're already connected with people and, and we're actually in, in a better position right now because we're used to um, like WhatsApp, we're used to Facebook, we're used to Instagram, which are like connectivity um, technologies, we can call them platforms. And even though some people don't know how to use Zoom, but Or, or Slack or Microsoft Teams. Uh, we in Telefonica have Microsoft Teams and all the Office 365 suites. And there's a lot of options. I think that Zoom has been very named in the news in, in the United States. Um, and 
even though that the company doesn't give you those tools, though they are free versions and, and, and you can still use them. And if you don't know how to use them, we actually are in, in that time of, of life that we have YouTube and, and free tutorials and, and, and so much blog posts that teach you. So we're in a very good position to translate the work that can be translated to digital, we, we actually um, are in a very good position right now because I think that our parents wouldn't be as, as in, in a very good situation if this would happen in, in, in the time when they were uh, working. I fully agree. And I also think that this is a great opportunity also to learn new skills, to learn new tools. Exactly. Um, a lot of these tools are free or if they were not free now are free because of the situation. A lot of companies are giving out tools for free. But is that besides the, the use of technology is an opportunity to learn a new skill and to learn something exactly. new and improve ourselves. Right. So at the end. And also, I think it's an opportunity as a company, as a team to become more productive and when you are in a situation where you're forced to do something, I think you get more creative as well. And we will find totally new ways of doing the work that is taking less time, that is more efficient, that is more effective, and moving more into the digital way of working that we've been talking about for so long, but not everyone is moving as quickly in that direction. And this might be the catalyst to move faster into that direction and move more of the work that we do on a daily basis into a digital way of working. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I think that the world was going into a more digital way of working, but it was in a different pace. And I think that after um, that, because of this, we are just accelerating a, a lot of, of that work towards that goal of digital working. And, and I think that even not, not just the digital working part, but the economy part, the, the things that the, the, the governments are gonna have to think about to solve these kind of issues because people are losing their jobs or people are, uh, are having a temporary, uh, I don't know how you call it in English, but they're just not going to work in, in for a temporal time frame. Like a temporary layoff, yes. I agree. Yeah, temporary layoff. And, and, and I think it's like a very a big turnaround of things. Like if you think you were doing things in, in a good way, in a right way, now we're shifting the game. And now you have to think in more innovative things and, and change the chip and, and start thinking differently. So I think that it's, it's a very good opportunity for many people. And even though there's a component here, and, and, and as, you, as you start the, the podcast, you said the perspective and attitude. And if you have a negative perspective or a negative attitude right now, you're surely not going to have a good time because it's, it's going to be, it's tough right now because of big change and every change is tough at, at start. And, but if you actually add to that, that you have a negative attitude or perspective, it's going to be tougher. So uh, uh, it's as big as an opportunity and as big as a challenge. It's both at the same time, not just um, for you, but for the company, for the government, 
and for for anyone that you know or you don't know for everybody yeah yeah i fully agree i think that um we need to focus on those things right on the opportunities that this situation is bringing us um from a work standpoint um also you know i like you i work in a company that has a lot of flexibility and uh, flexible work schedules as part of our culture so we were in a good place um i can't imagine if this would have happened five or ten years ago it wouldn't have been possible for people to work from home but today it is but the reality is that not all companies have those um telecommuting programs or working from home programs and this might be also a detonator for them to think about it and now they need to find the solution right so i think there's a lot of opportunities in the middle of this challenging times and also personally right you're saving your commute time like there you're getting or gaining time in your day that you can use for for things that are important to you, whether it's spending quality time with your family, whether it's learning a new skill, focusing on your personal growth, like, you know, spring cleaning. I don't know, whatever that is. No, and and yeah, and, and there's something important right now that you have more time. And one of the things that I, that I think it's very important is self-knowledge and and even though many of the things that we can talk about might work for somebody and for some and not for everybody, um, which is something that I think your audience would be very, um, they already know about this. You, you talk about this. It, we are all different. We're all unique. So it, it things might work for somebody. Things might not work for somebody else. But here the key point is you have the time, you have more time to test things. And to know you better and knowing you better, you get to have better decision-making process. Like um, you, learning new skills, at least you, you can try to learn new skills. You don't know if that skill is going to be uh, something that you like or not. You can test it right now. You have time for do it, doing it. And you can test other things like, I don't know, yoga or some kind of exercise you never had time to test or something like that but i mean it has an exploration it could also be an exploration um opportunity for self-knowledge i agree and now that you talk about exercise i think another important component of being home and working from home is taking care of yourself i think that is important anytime but more important now because you know we're not moving as much as we were um, even if it's just walking to work or from the car to the office and, and back. So being able to focus also on yourself and being healthy. And for me, that has different aspects, right? Is uh, when I talk about being healthy, I'm talking about physical health, mental health, and emotional health. And things like eating healthy and moving your body and drinking enough water and having a good night's sleep and being able to self-reflect and meditate or pray depending on what your faith is and spending quality time with your loved ones and all the things that are going to bring you um, that sense of well-being um, in this challenging times. Yeah, I, I think that health in itself, uh, every component, as, as you just said, it's important. Exercise is one. I do not uh, I, I'm going to talk about my routine. I don't have a 
30 minutes, one hour exercise routine. I don't do that. I, I, I work differently. I cannot, I, I cannot focus myself 30 minutes doing exercise. That's not my, if you want to call it style. What I do, and if someone here wants to test it or to see if it works for, for them too, is that when, when I have, I have an Apple Watch and when the Apple Watch tells me to get up, I actually get up. <laughs> and and I I um I use that trigger to do ten squats or ten push-ups or or something, but it's very little. It's like I don't I don't need to to put too much time on it at each time. So it helps me a lot to just do some exercise. It's not a big deal of exercise. And if I have like, I'm lazy at that moment, doesn't matter, it's just 10 squats. So it's very easy for me to just do them and get going and engage again with yeah, work. Yeah, what you just described is, um, you know, I did a blog post on book recommendations and one book that I very, very highly recommend is Atomic Habits uh, from James Clear. And he talks about and describes how to build habits. And you're basically putting in practice what he teaches in the book of triggers and stacking habits and all those things that he talks in the book. So I love it for me, as you know, I I do have a routine, otherwise I won't be able to do it. Um, but you need to find what works for you and do what you can with what you have and where you are. Exactly. And, and I actually took the idea from Atomic Habits. I, I do love also that book. It's, I think it was the best book for me in, that I read in, in 2019. So, um, yeah, I took the idea from there. And I think that there's a lot, a lot of good ideas in that book. I, I loved yeah. it. Well, you know, Alejandro, I am planning to, in future episodes, to maybe still one of your concepts i know that you have a virtual book club that you do in youtube in your youtube channel um and those who speak spanish i really recommend it because it's awesome um and you know i started this podcast because you inspire me i was thinking about it but you were faster than me in starting one And one of the things that I've been talking about with some friends is I want to invite some friends to this podcast and do a live book club and debrief about what we learned about a specific book. And Atomic Habits is one that is on top of my list because like you, this was one of the best books that I read in 2019. It really, I'm very keen in habits. I talk about habits all the time. And as I was reading the book, a lot of those things resonated with me because without knowing the theory behind it, I was already doing. But there were a lot of things that I hadn't done before that I have implemented now and have made a huge difference in establishing routines and and habits in my day to day. So I will be calling you back to be here in the podcast again when, when we do that book club on Atomic Habits. Great. I would love that. And thank you very much for, um, for taking me as inspiration. I, I have left my, my podcast in, in like in the shadows right now. I haven't been recording for my podcast, but I, I'm trying to keep steady 
um, in my YouTube channel with uh, the the book that I'm reading. It's actually a very it's a, like a different type of book club since I'm I'm reading each chapter and I'm doing like a an episode per chapter, which is not like a normal book uh, book club that you read the book and then you talk about the whole book. Um, but it's like I'm trying like a different concept. I don't know which concept you're going to try. I think that's going to be more a normal concept. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be more disciplined about that. And and one of the that's one of my main uh, objectives for this year. Awesome. 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 So as we wrap things up um, for today, since we're talking about books and we're talking about having some extra time and we talk about investing that time in our personal growth, do you have any book recommendations um, that someone can pick um, and read and, and focus on their personal growth um, while we are um, practicing social distancing? Yeah, I, I have a, a few that I always recommend. Uh, those are the seven uh, habits. I know the seven habits. Yeah, of effective people. I, I know the titles in Spanish, so I'm like a bit of translating here. If yeah, you can help me, that will be from Stephen Covey. People. My favorite book okay. of all times. Yeah, that actually I read it because of you. You bought it to me, and it was the Sean Covey version. The 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 one that her. The son um, did for teens, right? Her son wrote, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was for teens, but I love that book and, and, and it's great. Uh, and then I have um, Start With Why from Simon Sinek. I think it's a great book for personal growth. And there, then I have John Maxwell. Uh, John Maxwell have a lot of books, but two of them are The 15 Laws of Growth and Five Level Leadership. Though the both are great books, I don't know if I'm translating yeah, correctly uh, the names because I know them in yeah, Spanish. Yeah, you're doing great. Okay, and then, and the last, the last book um, from the main list that I have is Atomic Habits. It's not because it's the the last. I I would put it in second place, but it's one of the best books I've read. So, Atomic Habits, Five Level Leadership, Fifteen Laws of Growth. Seven Habits, and Start With Why. Those would be my best of the best personal development books. And I'm, I'm not going to read this year. I'm going to try to read um, Finite and Infinite Games from Simon Sinek. It's a book that it's calling me, and I haven't read it I yet. I haven't read it either, so thanks for the recommendation. I All the other books I have read and I have really enjoyed, they are amazing books. And they are great for personal growth and personal development. So if anyone is looking for recommendations, there you go. And in my website, I also posted an article. Um, I think it was last week with all my book recommendations for personal career and leadership development. So if you're looking for a book recommendation, go check them out. And with that, um, Thank you very much, Alejandro, for joining for this informal discussion, really improvised. I really, really enjoy talking to you as always. And I am so grateful that finally we got to do this because we've been talking about this for months and we haven't given ourselves the time to really do it. 
So really, really appreciate you being in the podcast. And I can't wait for you to come back again for talking about another topic. Great. Thank you very much for the invitation. And I'm very, very happy to, to be here today. And, and well, I'm, I'll be waiting for the invitation next time. And hopefully it's going to be uh, about Atomic Habits, my favorite book from 2019. Yeah, you bet it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye. And with that, as always, if you like today's episode, if you found these tips helpful, I will ask you to do two things. One, go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. And number two, please share this episode with someone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I hope you have an amazing and productive day. And I'll talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.